You're listening to the KB Podcast Network. <laughs> Welcome to the Cindy Stewart Podcast, a source for encouragement as you learn to discover God's dream for your life. With a passion to help you on your journey, here is your host, Cindy Stewart. You know, your word has been released since we walked in the door. Your word has been released through worship, through your prophetic words, through testimonies. Uh, We just exalt your word. The living word, the written word, we exalt you, Jesus. And God, even as we hear the reading of the word this morning, I just feel like um, as Jean gave that word about birthing, there's, the, there's a birthing out of the living word. There is something that comes alive in us when we hear the sound of the word being released. When we hear each word being read, the spirit just infuses understanding and depth and breakthrough and uh, just a whole new level of oneness with you. So, God, we just thank you for the word, and we thank you what you're going to release over us, in us, and through us as we hear the word. And we just thank you, Jesus. Amen. 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 So let me give you a little background on this. Monday morning, I was preparing. I do my podcast, uh, and I was preparing my podcast, and I re-listened to the message from last Sunday, and it was like Sunday had started all over again. It was like I was there, I was back, and I even uh, sent uh, a couple people texts like, you have to listen to this again, because when you listen to it again, it's like, it's like Groundhog Day. We are just replaying this amazing outpouring of the Holy Spirit, and it was just amazing. And as I was sitting there, the Lord said, you know, read uh, First Kings. So I went to First Kings um, 18, and, and we're going to talk about that. We're going to start somewhere else. We're going to start in First Kings 16. But, and as I started to read it, and, and the, the abundance of the sound of rain is what we're going to talk about. And Gene mentioned it earlier in his prophetic word, but that's what we're going to talk about. And as I was listening, the Holy Spirit says, Matt has part of this. So I called Matt, I talked to him for a while, and so I'm going to do kind of an intro in it, and then Matt's going to close it for us, because he carries part of this word to impart and to release for us, into us, all those good us's things. Um, and I'm, I'm very excited about it, and several times I've been, I was telling him I was driving to the park to go for a walk with my daughter yesterday morning, my granddaughter, and uh, it's just like this word hit me about the abundance. We can hear the abundance. And so that's what we're going to talk about this morning. And so we're going to start in uh, 1 Kings 16, 33. And we are going to talk about Ahab for one second. Ahab was a terrible king. And uh, he just did terrible things as he tried to lead Israel into sin. And it says in this word, it says... uh, And Ahab made a wooden image, and it was an image of Baal. And Ahab did more to provoke the Lord, the the Lord God of Israel to anger than all the kings of Israel who were before him. 
He was worst of the worst before him. And so the Lord says, enough of this. In 1 Kings uh, 17, 1. Let me actually get there so we can read along. Oh, I have the monitor up there now. We thank our uh, AV guys and everything. They put up our, our new TVs. They put up monitors in the back so we can all see. And we, we appreciate that, guys. Thank you so much. Okay, 1 Kings 17. It says, in Elijah, the Tishbite of the inhabitants of Gilead said to Ahab, as the Lord God of Israel lives before whom I stand, there shall be no, not, sorry, there shall be, there shall not be dew nor rain these years except at my word. So everything stopped. The abundance stopped. The drought began. And Israel was paying for the sins of their kings. That's, you know, I was thinking about this as I was kind of praying and preparing for it. And um, as Elisha spoke that word to Ahab, he said, everything will stop except at my word, at Elijah's word. And just thinking about the power of what is in us, who is in us, that allows us to cause halt to the things that are happening before us on behalf of God. And part of this whole message is really understanding that we hear the sound of God. We hear in our spirit before anyone else can hear. We hear the sound of God. The actual word sound means any type of noise which breaks the sound waves and so enters the perception of hearing. We hear the sound of the Lord internally in order to prepare us for what is about to happen externally. We know that God is moving. We know that he's about to do something. Even as we were having the prophetic words, you know, I'm standing there and I'm like, Chuck, ask Gene if he has something. Because I know, I know there's words being released. God has told my spirit. He didn't say it out loud. Okay, everybody, we're about to have a prophetic word. Everybody pay attention. He, he tells us. He connects us in that deep place where the sound of heaven can be heard inside of us before we release it to the, to the outside. That is who we are. That, that is the people that we are. We hear the sound of God within us. And when we hear, we turn to the sound so we know how to release it. Does that make sense? God. So the Lord sends Elisha because there is a famine. The Lord sends Elijah to be fed by the ravens. He sends him to the brook to be fed. 
And he said, you go there and the ravens will feed you. And so what does Elijah do? He goes, right? right? So when we hear the sound of the Lord, we go, we respond to what we're hearing. We have to respond to what we're hearing because if Elisha didn't do that part, then the other parts that came would have not happened. And that's why we have to understand what we hear inside is so critical to the dynamic shift of what's happening on the outside. We are literally responsible to break the strongholds that are happening outside. When God gives us the word to break, then we are responsible for releasing that break. We are God's breakthrough on this earth. He uses us to manifest what he wants to occur. Whew. But the burden is light. The yoke is easy. You know, there's a refreshment of God that comes. So Elijah does what he's told to do. I think that's one of the biggest, uh, that's the biggest hurdle we have to overcome is when we hear the sound, we respond to the sound. We do what he causes us to do. And the Lord caused the rain to stop because there was a massive worship of a false God who was worshiped for providing the rain. And that God could not provide that rain. There is no way that God could provide that rain. So God said, you can pray to that false God. But I am the only God who can bring the rain and who can stop the rain. I am the only one. So his sign to Israel was, I'm stopping the rain. Because you are praying to the wrong God. I am stopping the rain. That is so good. You know, sometimes when I read the word, I'm like, God, the revelation off the page. I mean, God, putting these things together that, Lord, you are the sound within us that is released from us. Elijah spoke, and it even says, the Lord heard the voice of Elijah. And he brought the child back to life. And we're not going to go through that whole story because I want to have Matt, make sure Matt has some time. But, but so the Lord heard the voice of Elisha. And the Lord brought the child back to life according to the voice of Elisha. Elisha says, Lord, bring him back. And the Lord's like, yes. Yes. And it didn't mean Elisha didn't contend over that child. It said that he breathed on him. Was this the seven time or the three time one? Three times. But in that contention, the Lord said yes. He said yes to the voice of Elisha. He says yes to your voice. What are you declaring? What are you calling forth? What are you releasing from what he's shown you to activate, to manifest in the present? We carry the power, the power of the Holy Spirit. 
I got to have some agreement. I got to have a little bit. I got to have a little bit of agreement. We rolled in the floor last week with the Holy Spirit, right? We didn't take pictures, so there's nothing other than the video online. Hmm, that never goes away. <laughs> but you know what? There is power in the Holy Spirit, and the Holy Spirit is what is speaking to our spirit so that we can release life over death. We can release drought against a God of rain that doesn't exist. What's that commercial? I've got the power. I've got the power. It's true. We have to own what we have. And the problem is, is we teeter. We teeter. We all do it. We teeter believing that we have enough power to resurrect a child from the dead, to resurrect a, a rain in the time of drought. We teeter because that's too big for us, which means our God's too small for us. If he can't respond to the big thing that we need to have done because we're afraid he's not going to show up. Can you imagine Elisha being there with the 450 gods of Baal and saying, you guys pick the bull. So there's no partiality. You guys slaughter it. You pick yours, you slaughter it. Now you guys call on your God and let's, let's see the rain. They had to cut themselves. They had to beat themselves up. And there was no God to be found. Now, what if Elijah said, I'm not really sure that this is going to work out. So you guys, uh, let me get back with you. Let me go try it by myself first, and then we'll see if God will show up for all of us. No, Elijah's like, heck no. I have rebuilt the altar. I have put the memorial stones down. And not only have I put the memorial stones down, I have slaughtered the bull, and I filled it with water. And now we're going to see who God is. Now I'm going to show you who the God is that you have turned away from. I'm going to show those 450 prophets, false prophets of Baal, who's got the power. And it is not them because their false God did not show up. And so what happens? God falls with fire. And not only does he consume the uh, offering, but he licks up all the water. Right. Kevin's like, I'm trying to keep up with this, but she, she didn't quite go to where she said she was going to go. But he licks up all the water because Elijah carried the power of the yeah. living God to release the transformation yeah. and to get rid of the false God. And let me just tell you something. Did Ahab change? No. No. We have all this. The 450 prophets are dead. Elisha thinks he's all by himself, which we'll touch on that in just a minute. But let's go to 1 Kings 18.46. The drought was ended. And he says, Oh, I don't think that's the right scripture. 41, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, then Elisha said to Ahab, Go up, eat, and drink. For there is the sound of an abundance of rain. Yes. There is a sound of the yes. abundance of rain. 
So, so Ahab went up to eat and drink and Elijah went up to the top of Carmel and he bowed down on the ground and he put his face between his knees and he said to his servant, go up now, look toward the sea, look toward the sea because Elisha already heard, yes. he already heard that the rain was coming. So he didn't have to see the manifestation because he heard it. Yeah. He heard yeah. and he sends him back. He sends him back. He sends him back. And then finally in verse 44, it says, uh, and it came to pass the seventh time that he said, there is a cloud as small as a man's hand rising out of the sea. And he said, go up, say to Ahab, prepare your chariot yeah. and go down before the rain stops you. It was going to rain so hard. It was going to stop him. Rain so hard it was going to stop him. But understand that Ahab, we didn't have an abundance of rain because the, the evil leader was removed. Right. We had an abundance of rain because the demonic stronghold was broken. That's right. right. Hallelujah. A, Ahab did not change. It took a while, a couple of chapters later before he's killed. Right. So nothing changed in that span of time. But there was a showdown between the true prophet of God yeah. and the prophets of the false God. Right. There was a showdown. And Ahab re did not repent to bring the reign of God. The people of God arose and defeated the demonic stronghold that had a hold of them. And that brought the reign. That brought the rain. So we don't have to wait till everything's perfect to tear down the demonic strongholds that are here. We do not have to wait. We don't have to wait till we have the perfect leader and the perfect country and the perfect church and the perfect this. Because it will never be. We will always face demonic opposition until Christ returns. So if we're waiting on perfect, then we will always be oppressed we will always be stressed. Right. We will always be uh, blinded. Because that's not what we're waiting on. We're waiting for the sound for God to tell us what to do. Amen. And it doesn't matter who the leader is. It doesn't matter what is going on. Because when we hear the sound and we release the sound, then the demonic falls. And that's what we have to realize. We carry the power to tear down every stronghold that has set itself up against God. Because we are anointed, we are filled, we are endued upon, we are all those things. All we have to do is respond to the sound. Yes. We respond to the sound. And it doesn't matter. There was one Elisha, there was 450 prophets. But what Elijah didn't realize, and this is my last point, and I'm going to turn it over to uh, uh, Matt. But what Elijah didn't realize is that God told him, I have saved a remnant. Yeah. There's 7,000 prophets that I have set apart that I have saved. So you are not alone. We are never alone in this battle. Right. There's always a remnant rising with us yeah. that will be an army for us to defeat the demonic strategy against us yeah. because we have the power. We have the power. Yeah. And there is an abundance. 
abundance of rain. What is happening right now is an abundance of rain. It is an outpouring of God's presence, not because everything's perfect in the world, not because the church is perfect. It's because we heard the sound and we responded to the sound. And it is allowed the move of God to come over us. So we are outrunning the chariot of Ahab. We have outrun that chariot. By the supernatural power that God has put in us. So we don't have to worry about what's going on. We just have to hear the sound. The sound of abundance of rain. And God will annihilate. He will show up. He will lick up. He will take care of everything that has set itself up against us. Because we got the power. Amen. Thanks for joining us today. We hope you are encouraged. If you would like more content like this, please visit cindy-stewart.com. We'll see you next time.